Thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. Other Brum Radio podcasts are available at brumradio.com. Appearing on Geeky Brummy this week, Ryan Parrish, George Ellesmere, Guy Halford, David Whitney, and Keith Bloomfield. Good afternoon and welcome to Geeky Brummy here on Brum Radio. You know what? The studio is a bit too warm today, isn't it? Yeah, it's a change of atmosphere. What Sun's out. Sun's, Sun's out. out. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> I think it's time for a road trip. Let's do it. Shall we? Holiday road. Let's get the band back together. Let's go pick up George, Dave and Phil. That's hard, Phil. <laughs> we ain't got room in the car for Phil. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so me and Ryan have just walked into the Warwick services. And Ryan, what, what building have we come across? Well, along with your usual food at eateries of Starbucks, Waitrose, there's a new shop called Tost. And what does Tost offer? Tost offers Tost salads, Tost wraps, Tost juices, and Tost jacket potatoes. So there you go, Tost. We're sitting, I don't even know what service stations we're in. Warwick. Warwick. Yeah, there's no castle here, so I'm a bit disappointed already there's no castle at the uh, service station. 16 Starbucks, they serve. Yeah, there's more Starbucks than I've ever seen in my life. And um, Stan Lee's here as well, sitting in the corner, uh, reading the Daily something. Daily Planet. (laughs) Daily Bugle guy, oh my god. (laughs) Daily Planet. So we are wandering around, as always, the service station shop, which is filled with the weirdest things ever. George has found a replacement filler list already. I've tried to. I found a little ginger animal because they followed to at home. We need somebody to come hang out with us and tell us we're wrong. Yeah. There is also Mr. Men cushions for some strange reason because you want a Mr. Men cushion. Is that a Mr. Tickle backpack? Yes, it appears to be. What have you found? What every good service station needs. A bear stacker. <laughs> of course, from fun time. <laughs> They have a wide selection of headphones and movies. Also, universal steering wheel knobs, which is a bit of a random joke, I'll be honest. My, my favourite thing is the double socket. Doubling up on those cigarette lighter attachments that people haven't had for years. Guy's found himself his own steering wheel to sit with the back of the car with. I think this is going to help me in my driving lessons. <laughs> Does it come with a gear stick as well? And. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mrs. Geeky Brummy has found something. What has she found? It's something called the Yuck Bar, and it's from, um, looks like some sort of toy called the Grocery Gang. And it's £3.50. £3.50? Right, I have found George a baseball cap with If You Can Dream It, You Can Do It with Belle and, is that Cinderella? And that is a alligator neck cushion. Weird thing. Oh. Thinginess. This is very odd. Oh, there's one for Guy as well. It's a Thomas the Tank Engine travel pillow. This is a very odd collection of stuff. Who's gonna, who's gonna have a game of Scrabble in the back of the car? Seriously? It's not even travel Scrabble, it's full-size Scrabble. Who's gonna whip the entirety of the Scrabble book out? Hello, Keith. Hello. What have you found? Nothing interesting so far. Mrs. Geeky Brummy has found a bendy smiley face man. It's a twisty one. Smiley poppers. Sorry, that's very 90s. <laughs> Whoopee putty. Egg. Because <laughs> everybody wants a rubber egg. How about some frog spawn slime with included frog? 
A cupcake candle, is it? No, it's a soap. A cupcake soup. And it smells of orange. It does smell quite orangey. There's a kaleidoscope. Keys found a robot made out of wood. He's got elasticated legs and can move around. He's pretty cool, actually. I, 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 you can do some nice animations with this. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> Touchable bubbles. What's Keith found? Guy found. Star Trek magnets. They were given out at the Star Trek destination, weren't they? They were. This is just like the outcast magnetic <laughs> boot. Leftovers. I don't know. I'm just going to chuck them somewhere random. <laughs> Ryan, do you think we should steal a balloon? No. <laughs> I'm on the hunt. I'm trying to steal a balloon. Will I steal the balloon? I don't think I could steal the balloon. If I get told off, will I put him in prison for stealing a balloon? Oh man, they're all sellotaped to the thing. I can't steal a balloon. Hi, can I, can I have a balloon if possible? Would that be possible to have a balloon? No. We, we, I would love to, but we've been asked about 20 times. If you come back tomorrow, you could have all of them. Oh, okay. I do okay. Thank Sorry. you. As a sad note to the end of this balloon tale, Ryan has just handed me a pair of scissors after leaving the service station. Scissors I could have used to cut off a balloon. Why? Why did you, you were, do that? The man told you no, you weren't allowed to take just a balloon. Just because he said no, Ryan, it's only a balloon. Ugh, the sad story of the balloon. Get, I don't want to get involved in a police chase on the way down to Southampton with you. Over a balloon. <laughs> get them, boys. They've got the stash and rubber. OJ Halford. Is that what he was going to be? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's the man that's like Ian Beale. Right, so... Celebrity truck stops. Take Ian Beale on a motorbike, man. Stand me and Ian Beale so far. <laughs> Okay, we're here What's at... What's Ian Beale's real name? Ian Beale. Ian Beale. <laughs> <laughs> he has become Ian Beale now. <laughs> Alright, so it won't be a road trip without a bit of fun on the challenge on the way. So we're stopping at three service stations on the ground. We're at service station number one. And we have two bags of stuff. Which two are challenge of stuff to create. And one for Keith. One for Guy. Oh man, Keith got a Sano's bag. I've got a crappy little spa bag. What's going on oh here? It's quality. Do we know what's, Do you want to see what's in the bag? I, the Kids' activities. That's good. We have safety scissors. We have glue. We have pom poms. We have eggs. We have googly eyes and paper and lollipop sticks. This, okay. So, your task is to make something by the next service station. <laughs> How long is that going to be? We've got about an hour. Okay. What's it be? Okay. What's, what's it being judged on? Artistic merit. Artistic merit. Skill. Skill. Quality. Okay. You have marker pens. You can do some colouring as well. I'm up against Guy. Yes. I'm quite confident. <laughs> cool. All right. So we'll check back in shortly. Keith, have you got any ideas what you're actually going to try and make? No, but it involves. Uh, at the moment, it's involving lollipop sticks and styrofoam eggs. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of free freewheel it a little bit and see how it gets on. I think you should make a model of Guy. I think that'd be lovely. Alright guys, so what are you going to build then? You have paper, you have scissors, you have glue, you have a pen. Right, this is utterly ridiculous because I can't rip this plastic bag off this notepad of paper and there's scissors inside the bag! Oh my god, Ryan, I'm going to get covered in... I'm going to ruin my clothes here. Just don't use the glitter. Ugh. 
I've built the body and now I'm about to start the clothing manufacturing so I'm just uh, trying to recreate a certain coat because uh, I'm going to I've decided I'm going to make a fellow traveler uh, a little model a little mascot uh, so I've just got to figure out what that coat looks like now and just build a costume you could uh, represent the fluffiness with some of the pom-poms that could work I think I'm, bu- I'm going to build a pom-com pom-pom hair and be- beard combo <laughs> uh, that sounds fantastic yeah, Ryan, this is not going to work. You can't stick cotton wool onto paper using print stick. What world is this? You have lollipop sticks to stick it onto. The paper's for covering. You obviously got something in mind that you want me to make here. It's free choice. Keith, how are you feeling about your chances? I'm fairly confident at the moment, although it is trickier than it would at first appear to build anything in the back of a car whilst held in by seatbelts and... Um, stuff but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of it's coming along guy what have you done uh, well i was trying to cut something with the scissors that you provided for me again we're gonna have a fallout over scissors today, and they just literally broke in my hand so now i'm just holding two scissors like rings on my bloody fingers here I'll, I'll give you safety i'll give you safety scissors and you still managed to break no way we can't be ready to go yet this i need a few more minutes man <laughs> stick faster <laughs> stick faster all right, I'm going to stick faster. This is, this is this is now going to turn into a bit of a thing. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. It's okay. We have had updates from the other car. I feel that uh, I'm still feeling pretty confident for your chances. I think Guy has become somewhat enraged by the materials he was provided with. Okay. Rosie, you seem to have maintained a sense of calm throughout this mission. Just focus. That's all I've done. My fingers are covered in pink, which looks like I've been doing something dodgy with a puppet. Uh, I've made something absolutely rubbish and it's like a child's party gone wrong in the back of the car. Right, so the build challenge has been completed. Who wants to go first? Uh, I, I, I've made a penis. <laughs> Show the groove. <laughs> Funnily enough, when you were telling us that he was making this, uh, a song by Aerosmith came on. Big 10-inch record. <laughs> Keith. What have you made to compare? I've made a mascot for the trip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I think it's a pretty unanimous victory for Keith. (laughs) My length just feels inferior now. (laughs) Well, we could put your... You could combine the two models. Yeah, we could. Stick them together. There we go. Oh, God. That was incredibly tricky. Yes. All right, so round two. George versus me. Okay. Ready for the next service station. <laughs> Guy's showing us his pink fingers. Keith, Keith, now Keith is an expert at crafting here because Keith has nothing on him. Keith Guy managed to break the scissors within three seconds of putting them on his hands. I had to, I had to bite the top of the egg off. <laughs> you had to chew on the knob, did you, Guy? <laughs> Keith has even tied up inside the car. Yes. Right, and George. So I've lost the balloon I made for Guy off to find it, but I've just made a crown for the Philalis box. It says "Yas" because <laughs> it's felt, and I'm going to try and attempt to attach the little sunglasses to either to Guy or to the fox. I haven't yet decided, but that's that's where I'm at at the moment. All right, Ryan's doing the uh, the, the the making something in the backseat challenge. Um, <laughs> Keith, you just interrupted our link. <laughs> See, I'm wondering what Ryan's doing in front in the car ahead of us. They're not—they're not communicating with us and telling us what they're doing. 
yeah, I, I'm a bit scared, I'll be honest. Um, uh, Ryan is the king of making brilliant things out of total crap. We've all seen his amazing pound shop cosplays. I, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned that I'm not going to win this one. I'm wondering if they're going to stick to our anatomical uh, yeah. theme. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's building the uh, the alternative version to what Gartie had built. I'm a bit concerned now. It could all go horribly wrong. I'm now sticking eyes onto a green egg. Can you guess what it's going to be yet? No. So, George, it looks like you completed your task well in advance of the next service stations. How confident are you? Not very. Um, I'm, I'm sure Ryan is creating something incredible in the other car. But I've made each of our little mascots an accessory each. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, the real Phil Ellis has expressed his approval of the fact I've made him a crown. Admittedly, he hasn't seen this mess yet, so I hope he'll be okay with it. Phil, if you like it, I can make you a full-size version. Uh, need some pom-poms and a bit of purple cardboard. We'll be away. I think we should make Phil one anyway, because it looks amazing. <laughs> I think it suits him. It goes with his eyes. It's lovely. Is nearly done. I think I'm, I'm, I've actually impressed myself. Well, at least somebody's impressed. Yeah. Right, round two of the car, back of the car crafting challenge. Doesn't sound good. Thought that title <laughs> Yeah. Guy, do you want to hold the mic? <laughs> Are we ready for my first one? No. Oh, well, great, the car's <laughs> locked. <laughs> Professional. Take, Take two. two. Are we ready? Uh, Wait, the dragon. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. See, we've got little legs underneath as well. <laughs> yep, look. Even the wings flap. Look at that. Away. Man, the looks we're getting that's off people. That's quite impressive. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's quite magnificent. <laughs> George, what have you made? Uh, I made some accessories for our mascots. Um, because the real guy, Holt, looked so mad that the man at the previous service station would not give him a balloon, I've made a balloon for, for mascot guy. And I made Phil Ellis a yas crown. <laughs> George, did you have like a lack of ideas and just adapt it? Pretty much. <laughs> I was rubbing through the bag to see what was left. I found yeah. pom-poms and eggs and paper and the lollipop sticks and more sellotape than you could possibly imagine. And coloured fingers. Look at the state of them. Guy's hair is blowing away. <laughs> ah. I mean, I think overall I won the competition with the length of love. Do you want to get the length of no, love I, back out? I think, no. tiny, I think tiny guy is, uh, is the best one. <laughs> That's no way to describe the length of love, George. <laughs> I think the consensus is tiny guy wins. Tiny guy, I think so. I think which, which one? Which one? It's <laughs> <laughs> a classic tune. What song is this? It's uh, They Don't Know by Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman of her of Who Launched The Simpsons. Yeah. Yes. Nice choice, Guy. Right, we've arrived in Southampton in one piece after multiple diversions due to traffic. And, and Guy's bladder. And Guy's bladder. And the world's worst car park that we've found so far. Uh, yeah. I dread, I dread the drive home. I really do. Yeah. It's we like the world. We're to stay in the car park forever and yes. we're going to be stuck. So we're on the 10th floor of the car park. It's got the world's tightest little turns. But. On the plus side, it does have an IKEA as part of the car park at number seven. It's always convenient. Yes, yes. So we found the hotel where we're recording. 
and we just stopped off some pancakes and food and my big strawberry milkshake is on the way over so I'm going to hand the microphone over to Keith. <laughs> and a rather tasty looking milkshake it is too. It is a very tasty milkshake. It's very nice. Although the most impressive thing I've seen so far in Southampton is their swanky showcase cinema deluxe. Yes. Which is kind of like... Deluxe. 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 Look very swanky. Um, unfortunately, we haven't got enough time to stop and maybe catch a movie. But um, yeah, it's shopping centre mayhem at the moment. They all look a bit same. And I don't know what the music is playing in the background. I imagine it's Katy Perry or something. I'm, I'm not happy that we're playing Little Mix on the show. Little Mix, there you go. <laughs> I should know that, my daughter's favourite. But yeah, so yeah, I'm hoping the pancakes are going to be good. I've had bank, ba bacon and maple syrup, so yeah. uh, should be quite cool. He's pretty much went for the same meal. Which is almost, almost bacon, the same. Bacon bacon that's bread. because you love him, Ryan. It's because we have synergy. That's what it is, Ryan. Synchronicity. That's why you're sitting on a table as far away from us as possible. But I shall, wants to out the I, I shall pass the microphone over to the Lonely Island, so here we go. Ryan made me laugh by saying meatballs in a lift as the two children and a man walked in. I don't know why it was so funny, but why did you say meatballs? Because there was an Ikea on that floor. What else do you want from Ikea but meatballs? Did you have meatballs on the mind? That's what you do when you go to Ikea. That's what Ikea is for, is meatballs. Yeah. You don't buy furniture, you go buy meatballs and end up with furniture by accident. Or you dress up as a lion and jump out of wardrobes and pretend you're Aslan. <laughs> Which you probably get away with with your coat. That's true. What, what's been the best thing you guys have seen in Southampton so far? For me, I like that the private shop is hiring somebody over 21 for part-time work. Dave? To be fair, the hotel we're, we're, uh, we're going to be recording at. Pretty swank. Ryan? I liked JoJo's gym slash strip bar. We couldn't decide what it is. It looks well, like a quick fit from the outside, yeah. but it's either a gym or a strip bar. We're not quite sure due to its slogan. With, with a full-on full Miami Vice style '80s neon sign on the on the wall as well, just full-on cheese. It was sleazy, sleazy as hell. Key. I like the statue that's leaning over the wall, like it's going to dive off at any moment on the um, the kind of old castle walls. Pancakes. George. It's not technically a Southampton thing. Yep, that's me. George has been distracted because her food has arrived. Got eaten and wasn't. It's not technically a Southampton thing, but I've become strangely attached to the replacement fill that we bought in a service station. I'm a bit worried that Phil is going to want it when we get back because we've bonded now. You probably, I mean, let's just replace it with Phil. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Right, so it looks like food's here. And oh, Ryan's asked me to ask a bit. Ryan, you can ask a bit. Mrs. Geeky Brimmy, what's your favourite thing so far? Um, I'm having pancakes for a snack. <laughs> Keith's pancakes have arrived. They smell amazing. I swear Keith's just not robbed my food. I ordered for him. <laughs> Did you order the New York pancakes as well? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think we all the New York. That's blagging of the year level of quality. I haven't eaten it yet, but you know. Dave Massey, you'll have to hand his award in because Keith wins on that stage. Oh, more pancakes coming in. George has gone for a sweet pancake. George, what have we gone for? Uh, it's an Eaton Mess stack. It looks awesome. That does look very nice. Guy looks very upset now that he's very hungry. <laughs> 
was stood right next to you asking what you want and you sat there. And I thought, I, I didn't realise that you'd had the same as me. Brian, would it be fair to say that you've gotten us lost and we've only been here half an hour? Yes. Brilliant. We're in Powerland. I've picked up a load of cheap films off the shelf. Welcome to the Powerland DVD review show with Guy Halford. I've got my regular panellist, Keith Bloomfield, with me. Hello. I've got George Owlsmere. Hi. I've got Dave Whitney. Hello. So I'm going to show you a film and you're going to give me a one-word review of it. First we've got Strange Hill High, King Mitchell. Ah. Some scary. Cartoon. The what? Cool. I've actually seen this on the TV. It's good. <laughs> Who's taking uh, that one home? Ritual. Uh, a thrilling and harrowing horror experience. No. Meh. <laughs> Original. Ollie, voiced by Justin Fletcher from um, that thing Special People show. What's it called? Mr. Something special. Mr. Tumble, something special, that's it. Scary. Isn't that that dude from Balamori? My review is going to be Balamori. Disturbing. The big I am. A cracking brick gangster movie. Suits. Richie. Snarly. Snarly. The classic Son of Mask. Meh. One word is hard. My review, I, I want to say, where's Jim Carrey? Um, I'm going to go, don't. No. Yeah, I've, I've actually got this downloaded. It's not worth the download. <laughs> and if you got caught for that film, Dave? <laughs> I would disown myself. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. No. Why? It's all right. <laughs> the Armstrong Lie, film about Lance Armstrong's lie. Cycling. Cheating. Druggy. <laughs> Brilliant. You got served. Amazing. Dancy. Boogaloo. <laughs> Again, I used I did used to break dance, I love that film. <laughs> Super Shark. Sharknado. Bitey. Massive. <laughs> Taken. Which one? Taken one. Neeson. <laughs> All right. Irish. Skills. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Poundland DVD review. Any recommendations, guys, from that little pick? No. Super Shark. You got served. I think we all got served. <laughs> It's not really a bus life on the road because I'm not on the bus, but I'm quite impressed so far by the fact that I can see buses. They seem to be going. They're not jam-packed. They all look like single-deckers, which is kind of nice. But, um, yeah, I might have to just jump on one and see where it goes. That'd be quite cool. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's bus life on the road. Dave, Keith, you boys are a long time in the toilet. What was going on in there? I was trying to get a marker pen off my fingers. Needed a big piss. <laughs> so apparently I've got a reputation for having a weak bladder. So on this trip to Southampton, uh, Ryan has tasked me to review the toilets I attend today and we'll decide 
by the end of this little feature toilet review what is the best toilet you can visit on the way to Southampton and in Southampton welcome to toilet review 2017 right toilets at Warwick services genuinely a good vibe to them um, Toilets, fair amount of cubicles which are quite light, short on toilet paper, not so happy about that. Someone had graffitied on the door, but on closer inspection, it's obviously they were just testing a marker pen, which was quite interesting. So, you know, when you just take the test of pen to work, there were showers in there, as pointed out by Ryan Pash, and Dyson hand dryers, which is always a good thing. However, the tap I did approach on initial use, the button to push it down was missing, so you know, it loses points for that. So, I'm going to give this a solid 3.5 because, as well, I was presented by a picture of Pudsy Bear when I left the toilet, which I wasn't happy about, so uh, 3.5. Okay, so just use the facilities at the Marlin Centre. Uh, yeah, I'm not impressed, Ryan. What did you think? I wasn't very impressed. I mean, the adverts for Tenement everywhere really put me off. Yeah, very blind colour scheme as well. Honestly, a bit of a disappointment for Marlin Centre. Um, toilet paper, 1 out of 5 on comfort. Yeah, 1.5. Poor toilets. Okay, so I've just used the facilities at the Mayflower Hotel, and we have an outright winner. These toilets are literally brilliant. I felt like a king in these toilets. Um, just perfectly clean facilities, plenty of toilet paper, just a nice antique finish to the uh, the decor in there. And when you leave, there's a nice newspaper article on the wall about Kevin Keegan. What more do you want from a set of toilets? Absolutely brilliant. A top five out of five. But I really hope you've enjoyed Toilet Review 2017. We'll be back next year with Toilet Review 2018 with a fresh batch of loos to review for your using pleasure. Three teams, five pounds, five minutes, all tat. It's five pound tat challenge at Southampton Market. So we have separated off into separate teams. I've definitely hit the jackpot. I got to be in a team with Mrs. Geeky Brummy. This is clearly going to go well. Like, woman's touch on this, I, I think. Definitely. So whilst, whilst Ryan and David, George and Viv, rushed off to start their chat challenge, me and Guy are just casually walking down the street checking stuff out. Well, that's exactly. We're just taking it chilled out. We don't want to blow our options straight away. We've only got five pounds. We've got to weigh up our cards here. Yeah, I want, I want to observe it. I want to fully absorb it. Well, I've seen some balloons. I think we could go for some balloons. Well, I was after one earlier, so that might be useful. I wonder if the bloke who's got a sign to char time would start to sign for five quid. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. How much do you think this woman's rubbish art is? That's probably very expensive. Mike. There's a little ceramic wooden tree with a face. <laughs> that could be good. We found knitted geekery already. That's perfect. I think I think we might have hit it already. Fantastic knitted geekery. Oh my god, SpongeBob. I have just picked up a knitted SpongeBob. I think we have to, don't we? Yeah. It's got a bit of a dodgy nose. <laughs> that makes it even better. Bath bomb. Yeah. Tricky. Road sign, street sign. I think we're going to have to get the key ring. We're all going to end up with the key rings. I can't buy your sign off you for £5. I'm doing a challenge, I need to buy something for £5. I can't buy you that sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can't. Okay. okay, I can buy that off you for £5. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can't believe you saying. I can't believe you even asked him. <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do it. He's like, I'll get to the pub with that money. <laughs> so, screw that. Char, char time, don't pay me anything. <laughs> I think I may have confused him slightly. So, we have finished. Yep, we're first back. Feeling good about our chances. With one minute left. Actually, one minute 40 seconds left. So we're doing pretty well, yeah, we are first back, no sign of the boys. We hit exactly one stool Ooh, at this I've, local market. I've just spotted them doing another round with nothing in their hands. I think we've done pretty well, yeah, we hit a stall and we immediately saw a selection of knitted items and we've gone for a Spongebob, a Spider-Man, this noodly tentacle thing, just a selected snail, who's pretty beautiful actually, I think he's my favourite. And. Uh, what looks like an old lady with glasses and a little bun. <laughs> I mean, geeky as well. I think we've done pretty well. Yeah. Not too bad. Let's see what the others have found. We've picked up our piece. Oh, while being serenaded by an instrumental version of the Eagles Hotel California. Yeah. I'm happy with our purchase. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think we're on to a winner there. Yeah, I have a feeling people will be hard pushed. Yeah, I think guys, oh, stop trying to persuade the guy to sell his sign now. Shall we meet him at HMV? Yeah, sounds like a plan. What we'll, we'll all turn up with exactly the same item. So uh, yeah, Viv and I have been finished for a little while, but from where we're standing, we can actually see uh, one of the other teams, Keith and uh, a guy, are actually in the same box of knitted creatures that we've just bought. This might be a tough challenge, definitely. Apparently, there is nothing else strange at this market. And we look smug that we finished first as well. <laughs> that was just on the five minutes as well. Wow. Nice. So they were automatically disqualified because they're late. That's a three three stroke win, I think. Yep, that, I'll, I'll take that. Win's a win. <laughs> okay, we'll go SpongeBob. We've got a random Spider-Man. Uh, the thing of an afro. <laughs> oh man, we're running out of time. Have you got the Spider-Man? I've got I've got a Spidey. But it sounds old lady, an old lady. Yeah. No, it's fine. Can you play a song for me? Do you mind, we'll be recording it as well, because we're doing a challenge for five pounds, so we get get our thing and a song. How do they think we all did? I'm happy with our purchase, aren't you, Dave? Very much so. George and Ruth? I'm pretty happy with it. Yes. yes. We, we had the time of our lives. It was I saw you bartering for a sign at one point. Was he trying to buy the guy's char time sign? Yeah, we tried to ask him if he'd sell us his sign for a fiver. <laughs> and, and then we ended ours on a song. Oh, impressive. And now, time for the £5 Tat Challenge results. 
Right. So we went round Southampton Market earlier, which I assume is the 14 stalls that are collected in a little huddle. They look very scared of each other, to be honest. Yeah. 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 It was a scared bit... of us, yes. but I think Yeah, that's very much so. Well, maybe because we were running around like maniacs with microphones, perhaps. <laughs> it could be it. it was I like do not some... know what you mean, Guy. <laughs> Robbage episode of Challenge Annika. So who wants to go up first? Uh, George can, because I'm convinced me and Keith have won, so... <laughs> I, well, I, have, I have a feeling, well, Guy, we're in a bit of trouble here. Yeah. Especially, uh, Mrs. especially since Marie. the guy yeah. that was, had got his sign for chai time or something, <laughs> he wouldn't sell it us. <laughs> shocked. Well, I'm personally pretty proud of how this went. I was on a team with Mrs. Geeky Brummy herself, who is usually our resident grown-up, so I was pretty confident this was going to go well. We also had replacement Phil on our team, so whether that was cheating that we had a third member, I don't know. We visited exactly one stall, and we bought a selection of nice package rustic noises, strange knitted creatures, including SpongeBob SquarePants, Spider-Man, a weird snail... A green alien lady, uh, an angry grandma, and my, oh, my personal favourite, this neon thing that was either dressed in tentacles or noodles. We weren't sure. <laughs> and we managed to buy six of them for a fiver. George, have you literally been robbing me and been in my pockets when I've not been looking? <laughs> See, so, is this I, what you carry around? I'm, I'm I'm figure, I'm figure some out of them are finger yeah, puppets and some of them so. aren't. I can't figure them out. It's like, one's Mrs Brown from Mrs Brown, but they're all licensed characters. That one's <laughs> Who is this? Princess Who is Shrek. This I think they're not licensed, Keith. I think they're male. They're inspired yeah. by. <laughs> I, think, I think the noodles is my favourite, although I am quite fond of SpongeBob. As, as Mrs Geeky probably pointed out, his nose is really deformed. He does not look okay. <laughs> he just looks so wrong. <laughs> He's... Um, He's like three times as wide as any of the other finger puppets. Yeah, well. I'm slightly disturbed by him. I'm being, I'll be honest. That's so uh, yeah, wow. like I said, I'm feeling pretty confident. We went to one stall and found these beauties. It was the first one we walked up to. It was great. How did we miss these, Ryan? I have no idea. You didn't go anywhere. That's why he's. <laughs> we didn't go <laughs> all the way round. <laughs> Kate's now modelling the finger puppets. <laughs> right, shall we show them what we bought? Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll go next because we've been mugged off here by by George and Viv because we went to the same stand oh, and bought the I same knew it. We stood and watched pieces you. of rubbish. Oh. Why has your SpongeBob got a mustache? Because <laughs> he's a mature SpongeBob. <laughs> To, to full-on full Fu Manchu as well. What is wrong with his face? He's got a different... He's, he hasn't got any legs. It's Trucker Spongebob. Where are Trucker his legs? Spongebob. Ours has got legs. I mean, genuinely as well, what on earth is this? Is that... Is that, <laughs> is that Squidward? Yes. That's Squidward. Squidward. I like Kermit because that's blatantly just a boring frog which they tried to re-adapt. Now, I, I think, Guy, I think Guy, and, Guy, you've got to model the, the figures on your fingers because I think when it comes down to who wins, Guy, it's going to be down to... The elephant. It's going to be down to the selection of characters that we've picked. Now, we've got I a wonderful, so. a lovely elephant. He's very cute yeah, and lovely. Yeah, but have you got a guy dressed in noodles? That's just off-putting. So, I think... Uh, we've got Kermit the Frog. We've got two characters from SpongeBob. We've gone for the set, a pair. <laughs> so you know, not that, not that I want to influence any members of the audience, but oh. our, our selection is much better. Do you know what I think? For, to be fair, it's just going to soften the blow for George and Viv when we get off air, and I'm going to give them the finger <laughs> with one of these puppets on. So I think I our, mean, our Spider-Man is slightly the fact better. That we bought these first because we went back to the meeting point and stood and watched you guys dig through the box of no, puppets. It just it just proves how lazy you are because you were stood there eating a nice cream. Now, now, children. <laughs> Don't forget Mrs. Brown. <laughs> no, let's let's just forget about Mrs. Brown. Yeah. Right, Dave. Yeah. So what we have. So we bought actual genuine tats now. Yeah, a uh, little <laughs> porcelain elephant. <that's... laughs> 
Yeah, that doesn't really look like an elephant. I'll be honest. It, it, he looks cheerful though. He's happy. I'm pleased that he's smiley. Yeah. I don't understand why he's a blue elephant, but with tattoos. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. So that's like the sort of thing that somebody's nan would buy to put in their living room. Seems yeah. too useful to me. That's, yeah. that's why we classified it as tat. Spider Man doesn't fit on my finger very well. <laughs> Is he too Have you got small? a spare? <laughs> they're, they're great. I'm, I'm... Have, you got, have, you got, have you got a spare figure guy? Because I've got a cold thumb here. Yeah, look, you've got um, Mrs. Brown. All oh, right. No. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> She's brown down. Brown down. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'm going to be Welcome to our usual brand of chaos, people. Yes. Uh, Usually much tire in the studio as well. I need to, yeah. I need to buy a fingerless glove now, yeah, just so I can wear these with them. I think <laughs> we've, we've got light, we've got space. Yes. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm kind of confused. Sponge How up, are we deciding who's winning these? SpongeBob SquarePants is like slightly coming undone, so the knitting on this is, is shoddy. Uh, <laughs> Man ours spikes. is well made. Right. I think we need to Spider throw Man, Spider Man. Yeah. All right, so vote, cheers. Vote for us. Cheers for the porcelain infant, anybody? Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers for George and Viv's collection of finger puppets, including the the manky Spongebob. And cheers for Guy and Keith's rip-off finger puppets. (laughs) Come on. Oh, that's just... Cheers for the real mug here who spent £15, £10 on them on the finger puppets. (laughs) Ryan, everybody. Lifts are awesome, lifts are ice. <laughs> lifty, lifty, lifty. We're already in place. Super lift, super lift. I'm going up in a super lift. It's got doors and it's got mirrors. And <coughs> as long as nobody farts, we're all right. Says <laughs> so somebody turning me on. It's your mom. <laughs> There's somebody calling me on. It's your mom. Hello. Hello. Uh, can I get a uh, number 11 scratch card, please? Yes, sir. Oh, Ryan, when I win some money, you're not having any. Serves you right for sneering me. <laughs> Buy everybody else a nice fancy gift, and you can just have my finger in your face. That is. Thank you. I've dropped this piece of paper with Ken Dodd's face on it. Keith, do you want some salted cashews? Scratch on a scratch card, scratch on a scratch card. See, Ryan, you laughed at me for buying a scratch card, but I just want a fiver. Uh. Yeah, I want a fiver. He laughed at me. £7.73. Can you, Ryan, you're paying for your money, paying with your money for this. I've just got mine for free. So, podcast is done. Bellies are full after eating. Southampton is complete. Achievement unlocked. To some of us, it is. <laughs> Some of us have a massive drive back. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep Dave awake. Yes. We'll just poke him all the way home. Be fine. He likes hey. that. <laughs> poke him on. Exactly. Thank you, George. That's all right. That was interesting, though. I quite, yeah. quite um, 
Fanny Bazaar sitting in a straight line. Like yeah. a press conference. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, like I was commenting on some footballer who yeah, his leg. Like, yay, <laughs> sports team. It reminded me of like in the Stone Roses got back together and they did that press conference. <laughs> it's like we got the band back together, guys. <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> That's what? for sure. So what was our favourite bit of the day? Oh, good question. Personally, I was delighted with the find that Viv and I had for our uh, £5 tap challenge and the hilarity of the fact that we stood and watched Guy and Keith then buy exactly the same thing. <laughs> and then Guy was so smug, oh yeah, we're going to win, you can go first. The horror <laughs> as I emptied the bag of little finger puppets. It was great. To be honest though, I would have been surprised if you'd have bought anything else because there wasn't a lot of no. choice no. in that market. We found a porcelain elephant. I don't know what str- you struck guys yeah. struggled That was a bit with. tasteful, I think, that porcelain uh, elephant. Yeah, that was, that well, was too want- much the kind of thing you could actually buy or want to buy. We did want to go for the pug dog cushion but yeah. it was like £13.50. £13 pound for a pug cushion and it wasn't even a nice one it was no, a very was just... badly put together one we just nailed it though if we'd have convinced that bloke to sell us his chai time sign how would you have got that into the studio without seeing it discreetly <laughs> <laughs> well under guy's coat yeah just wrap it in the coat maybe it had a collapsible pole but I'd have, I'd have got guy to cover it in pom-poms and um, other bits from the yeah, activity, activity pack, pack. <laughs> Oh, what was your favourite bit? Finding a cheap Oxfam books and music. Boom! <laughs> a bag full of crap for 28 quid. Yeah, I do like this. Actually, that might be my favourite bit. The uh, we Wherever we go, Dave and I seem to be able to befriend the owners of comic book shops and we left best mates with that guy who then gave us a discount honestly, and vouchers for next time. Honestly yeah. thought you two were potentially going to go for dinner with him tonight the way it was going. <laughs> He's our new best friend. He loved us. That yeah. was the oddest comic book shop ever though. So you had like, a wedding... Shop slash wedding dress Slash company. bag slash weed shop. Yeah. Yeah. It was so like, it had bongs, leather satchels, wedding dresses and, and comics and, and vinyls. It reminds yeah. me a bit of the Oasis market, just all kinds of weird stuff yeah. all crammed yes. in together. It won't mean anything to you guys. It kind of reminds me of the festival shop back home, which is well, kind Affleck's of exactly Palace like... in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just that random it's shop full of... Charging 40 quid for a GameCube, though. That's a bit steep. Yeah. Uh, retro gaming kind of is really popular now. I'm going to blame it on Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Brexit <laughs> everything, blame everything on Brexit. Keith, what was your favourite bit of the day? I've got to say, it's the same as George's pick. Those knitted characters off that store was a work of genius. <laughs> the fact that he was confident enough that he was going to sell them, that he got literally a bucket full. There were hundreds and hundreds of them. You should have asked him them? if he could he have just taken the bucket for a fiver. Yeah. But he was playing panpipes as well. It's like, this guy knew his market. He was like, yep, yeah, I'm going to sell people badly knitted effigies of Spider-Man and, and Spongebob, SpongeBob with, with a Mexican, Mexican moustache. Yeah. Do you yes. think he's got like a production line of grannies frantically knitting? Yeah. <laughs> like, one. He's, he's, yeah. pe- he's bought all the Shreddies grannies after they've been yeah. sacked for the adverts. <laughs> well, he sold ten today, at the yeah. very least. Well, so because there were six for a fiver. Not six, bad six going. Yeah. Ten, oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Ten pounds worth of merch for about a pound's worth of wool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he, he looked out today. He did? Yeah. Ryan, you lost out today on that. I liked the porcelain elephant. Yeah. You well, still spent sorry. ten pounds. You still effectively spent ten pounds on wool. <laughs> Think about that. Put that into context. You spent ten pounds on wool. <laughs> wool, which you ain't gonna even see anymore. Right, finger puppets as well. I've got, you can use that as a, a warmer for something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all right. We've still got a one toe. finger puppet left. I've got, got a couple. I've hers. got a couple in my bag. A few, a few people had some, but I've got a couple left over. The two grannies nobody wanted. No, Aww. nobody wanted the grannies. Yeah, we kept those. 
Mr. Deaky Rummy, what was your favourite bit of the day? Same as George, finding those knitted puppets. <laughs> it's the uh, first thing we spotted. Dave, you seem to be enjoying that Han Solo blaster a lot more than I thought you would. Yeah, I'm just tempted to just... Shoot guy. Shoot yeah, me just... in the baby maker. <laughs> I'm not that accurate, mate. <laughs> it's, just, it's a stormtrooper. Well. That happens, I'm going to have to have one of those knitted things down there instead. <laughs> uh, I think highlight of the day for me was that pancake place. That, yes. that, that, and the, uh, that, that and Guy throwing a strop because we needed content instead of, uh, instead of food. Instead of food. food. <laughs> sit on my own. I don't like any of you. We needed food like if I did as well. I was saying, yeah, I think, I think if we hadn't had food, Ryan would have eaten one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely hungry. Yes. And I'd have thrown Guy under the bus first. Yeah. That question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my favourite bit was spending the day with you guys. Oh, you soppy sods. It's all getting a bit Waltons now. It was quite fun to have a day out with you all. Yeah, oh, yeah fun. it's been nice. Nobody injured each other, so... Yeah, makes a change. No, we've got to go home yet. Yeah, <laughs> There's <true>. time. Yeah. <laughs> so what, guys, what are you guys going to get up to in the car? Driving. Silence. Just, I'm up for a bit of carpool karaoke. Well, that could be great. We've bought, we bought a local Dave. newspaper. I <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. can look at the house prices and then wonder. Yeah. What yes. could it be if you lived here? I don't want to live here. It's not a great town. No, I don't get to the seaside. It's not a great town, no offence. It's too spread out. I expected more. It, it's like a, just a bigger Coventry, and we know it's like a bigger Coventry. Coventry. It's true. Sorry for any Southampton listeners, but you basically got a glorified Coventry on your hands. <laughs> Not everything can be Birmingham. We did like your cinema, though. That was a yes. good switch. Yeah, the showcase deluxe. <laughs> I like it how it's got a big space between the D and the Lux to make sure it's super deluxe. Yeah, yeah. and the... the, su- su- the... Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Gone off. It's my pocket. <laughs> yeah, deluxe, ec- deluxe X+. Yes. Well, I think it's been a fun trip out. Yeah. We'll have to do it again soon. Maybe. Yeah. No, that's a Coventry. Let's go at home next time. Yeah, let's time. go to Coventry. Coventry, 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 Coventry. Yes. Well, we know I'm there, so yes. you can all yep. come and visit me. But it's Coventry. <laughs> Better than Warsaw. <laughs> well, right. I've heard bad things about Redditch, so you know. Well, it's just that. Let's just. It's a very angry man there. Let's, let's since well, you know, since Kevin Turvey moved out, I've heard he's gone to the dogs really. Okay, we're just going to start and see how quickly Guy can get down the corridor in the hotel in the run-up to his run next week. So, um, are you on your marks ready, Guy? Are you going to time this? Are you going to count it? Book, count it, on your marks. Get set, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> there was a certain way that Guy ran that I can only describe as... Count. Uh, unique. <laughs> The slightly sideways way <laughs> the slightly odd way his legs went. His legs and his body were going in completely two different directions. I think you might struggle if you've got to go further than the corridor length. I've got a bloody sweat on now. <laughs> Guy's going to have a heart attack. Cardiac arrest. And that, that, was, that was about, what, 20, 30 feet, if that? So... <laughs>
<laughs> guys, guys going to get. He's going to be about thirty feet behind everybody from the, from the people at the front in the in the race. He's going to get to the start line and keel over. <laughs> well done, guy. I think you're. Um, you should have an interesting time on your um, race. What was my time? Uh, seven seconds. Nice. Going down in the lift because it goes up and down at the same time, but it goes down. It's Schindler in Schrodinger's lift. We do we, are we? We're at the bottom. Yay! So we're just ready to leave, and we've just said our goodbyes to Ryan. It's all been emotional, and Dave, Dave has left his bag in Ryan's room. What a clangor! With, with Dave losing his bag, George and Keith, you've just come up with a theory that's what's happening right now while he's up there. Well, no, knowing Dave as I do, he's probably got no freaking idea which room number they are. So we'll have got up there and we'll have stood vaguely by the lift for a bit, possibly trying to ring him. His last message. There he is. He is. The Wanderer oh, returns. Quick, well done, Dave. So instead of our usual weird internet news, as we uh, have been in Southampton today, we thought we would check out the local paper. So guys bought a copy of the Daily Echo, is that right? Oh, that is correct, George. The Daily Echo, Southampton's local paper. And everybody knows that the best bits of local papers is always the classified ads in the back. And I believe guys found us some gems. I have indeed. So the first thing we've got for sale, uh, which is under articles for sale, we've got a dinghy. A six foot sim a six foot stimulated clinker. A what? Six foot stimulated clinker. Okay. That's <laughs> what? Is that your alter ego guy? Are those all boat words? Is that a thing? I hope that is, yeah. Is that some sort of code? Do you think whoever posted that has been kidnapped and needs help? I think it might be a misprint and it should be simulated clinker. <laughs> I still don't know what a clinker is. <laughs> uh, it's refurbished, hardwood trim, lightweight but untidy, buoyancy, galvanised, Rolox, possible delivery, and trolley, £90. A bargain, I think. Let's get it. I think, I, uh, yeah, I think that's quite good. Um, also for sale is a, se <laughs> is a selection of photos from the TV show, Hello, Hello. <laughs> It actually starts the ad with hello, hello, colour photo, <laughs> 16 by 12, and 13 autographs, rare, vintage shot, rare, no, rare stage shot. Rare stage shot. 75 quid. That's as much as a bloody dinghy. It's bloody. Uh, Sorry. To be fair, though, given the, uh, the, the late great Gordon Kerr, he did pass away recently. Well, the cast of a lower low were at MCM Birmingham last weekend as well, signing items. Yes. Oh, someone's blagging that. In, so, uh, in, yeah. In, co in costume as well. They were indeed. And which one of them? One of them spoke to me about my princess dress. Um, oh, Arthur Bostrom played the, uh, the constable. He was it? a nice man. He spoke yes. to me in the cafe. Um, elsewhere, we've got a bumbo seat for sale. What on earth is a bumbo seat? That sounds like something for a child. Yeah. A bumbo seat. I bet that's one of those horrid things that like mums who lunch require oh, it must yeah. be a bumbo brand yeah, maybe is that a thing yeah uh we've got some dandruff sale <laughs> dandruff, dandruff for sale dandruff. I'm gonna, I've, somebody's been collecting it for a while and now it's going to be <laughs> selling it on have you have you always wanted to buy head and shoulders but never had dandruff now's your chance <laughs> get some free dandruff and now you can buy head and shoulders uh, it's, it's dandruff shampoo for sale, two for ten pounds. 
Um, Don't shops do that? Uh, yeah, like I guess dandruff they do. shampoo, yeah, I guess they like do, yeah. Head and Shoulders, other brands of dandruff shampoo control hair medication are available. Oh, I sound really. <laughs> this, is, this is definitely specialist. A size twenty new grey coat. That's you know for the fat lad here in the car. Me, um, Keith. I don't know if you know who this is, but Barbara Cartland. I think we all know who Barbara Cartland is, and you're just pretending you don't, don't know. know do you know who Barbara Cartland is? The romance novelist, one of those, the most prolific novelists of all time. She wrote a staggering amount of novels, and she's from Birmingham. Indeed, you should know this, because Phil recently wrote an article claiming Barbara Cartland's brumminess. Well, we could get Phil Ellis a signed photo of Barbara Cartland for £35. I think for 35 quid, I'll pass. Um, yeah, me too. I love you, Phil, but no. Also for sale, um, Harry Potter the Order, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix. Good condition, £10. Ten pounds for a book that's been out for for years, but they having a laugh. So uh, we've got a few more. I've just got to, I've just got to carefully turn the page here. Um, Hang on, I just want to read what it, there's an extra bit on that Harry Potter thing. Why is it tenor? Because it's in good condition. No canvas calls, please. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I was curious. There was one. Where where is it gone? Yeah. The Kenwood stack system with five speakers, 80 quid. Yeah, so, Ryan, I keep telling you to get a record player. But what, what, what's in that? It doesn't tell me anything about what's in it. You know, at least let me know whether it's got a mini disc player or whatever it is. What's a stack system? It's got track in it. <laughs> and why would it have five speakers? <laughs> okay, I've got a couple more. I've just got to get my way through the papers. You know what it's like turning papers in a packet. Can you see how, how Guy is struggling here to use actual papers? There, are, There is paper all over the car, this is brilliant. Uh, you can get a, a Toot Toot VTEC. A what? A Toot Toot VTEC. What's one of them? A driver's construction set, £12. Okay. I've seen one that's even better. Uh, in, in the category just below. No, 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 no. Are you going to go for that one? That one this is the best ad all of all time. we we'll save that one. Uh, many vinyl classical. Well, that's appealing to me. Not. You can buy logs. Wow, well, I, only... <laughs> I honestly thought that said there a pair of brass for sale, but it's a pair of brass table lamps. I think the way they do the like the first three letters of every ad is in like bold, and some of those just they don't make sense when they when you see them. Um, there's some tackle wanted, apparently. All oh, fish and tackle wanted. Cash paid. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, no, no, Keith, you've, you've had a little uh, preview of this one, but this is this is the cream of the crop. Uh, there's 12 of these for sale. Jeff Rowe VHS tapes for £5. Oh, that, that's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? <laughs> Twelve Jeff Rowe VHS. I'm looking at that ad, thinking I'm glad I'm the charity shop that's not getting those in a carrier bag tomorrow. <laughs> They're also saying no canvas calls here. Are they the same people selling selling the Harry Potter Order of Phoenix? So for fifteen pounds, if this is the same seller, you can get twelve Jeff Rowe DVDs, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix books. That's going to keep you going for at least a week. If these ads are paid for by the word as well, though, I've noticed that some people are clever and they just put no canvases. And then some of the people are wasting words by having no canvas calls, please. Mm. It's more polite for saying please. You know, <laughs> obviously, that's nicer than just saying no canvases. That's a good point. George, this is a good call. You can find some uh, genuinely good stuff in the classifieds. And I honestly think we should be in touch with this person to try and claim these Jeffro tapes. 
you know. Let's bring back the VHS. There's also, there's another one here. These are all brilliant. Boxes of 35mm colour slides, <laughs> new forest area, also natural beauty, moths, butterflies, fungi, flowers, etc. Named slimes, £1 per box. That's quite good. I like Wait, that. Why do you want those? That's cool. There's all sorts of weird stuff in boxes like that. It's like when people buy boxes of vintage photographs and stuff. Like all sorts of mysteries. I've got a little news story as well. I think I've got the page of it on. So I'm going to need to find the actual page because the paper is literally... I'm now sitting in the back of the car with a thousand sheets of newspaper flying around the inside of the room. <laughs> Guys, guys, not used to having real paper, I think. You're oh. used to reading papers in an iPad, I think, aren't you? Christ, this is, this <laughs> is a state of affairs. Where's this new story gone? Jesus. Is so it under your buttocks like the recorder was <laughs> earlier? Your buttocks. Oh, my God, this is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've just dismantled the... Well, how have you managed to... Oh, my God, where's this new story gone? Back, fine, back yeah. when they invented the printing machine, they made some newspapers. They were easy, you see. Children could read them and old people too, but guys got the all over the place in the back seat with view. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure this, this audio is peaking. Because uh, there, there is literally not a page of the newspaper now attached to any other page of the newspaper. Sorry, Dave. Don't blind him. What page I've were you? It, I've got it. I've got the story. I've got oh my god! It's literally the last sheet of paper in his lap. Uh, it's called. It's called cold cleaners. Apparently, reports have come in uh, to police about forceful tradesmen trying to jet wash driveways. Residents have called. Uh, have had tradesmen cold called off their services. When turned away, the tradesmen have carried out a demonstration which have left a mess on the residents' driveways. The tradesmen have asked for payment to clean the mess they've called. So. There's lots of things in there that I'm wondering. When they say demonstration leaves a mess, what kind of demonstration are they giving? That's Obviously not one of cleaning your message. This, this one's actually happened to my grandparents. Um, essentially, they'll come come uh, come in, use the jet wash, and it'll deep clit, it'll get down in between the flagstones and that, and kick up all the sand and the muck. So it it, it just leaves your driveway looking a complete mess. And then obviously they want to charge you for cleaning it up, which yeah. My grandma nearly got conned into, and then she rang me, and I went round and had a word. But are they like offer? The, so they're offering the service. Yeah. People are saying jog on, but they're doing the service anyway. No, they're not, they're not. They're not doing a thorough job to get in real close with the, the jet washer. So like, essentially, if you do it properly, it should just clean off the top surface. But if you're getting too close, you get in underneath and like like lift up all the stuff that's supposed to keep the stones flat and level and secure and all the rest of it so it just sort of just messes your driveway all to hell but that's defeating the object right because like they're, they're offering the service they are some technically doing a service so they're technically wasting their time and their resource it is right? bizarre yeah and we never said it was a smart protest <laughs> no. I mean like the, the sad state of affairs that, the, that is the only funny local news story in the Daily Echo I mean, there's nothing. Which is which is now in a thousand pieces across the back of the car. Well, you know, if somebody has an accident on the back seat, we are well prepared. And if somebody has a loose puppy. <laughs> guys, guys crouching down behind the seat, Dave, in, on top of the newspaper now. I'm a bit worried. There's a strange running water noise now as well. What's going on? It's dark. I can't see anything. I can just hear running water. 
slowly getting damp newspaper. Uh, so we're travelling home right now and we've left Ryan in Southampton because we don't like him anymore. Um, I mean, what do you guys think he's going to do tomorrow in Southampton? You know, he's got a world of possibility open up to him. We've been around the city. We've seen what he's got to offer. What's the hot spots for Ryan, do we think? Meatballs at Ikea. I mean, <laughs> after he freaked out that family in the lift shouting about meatballs, clearly that's a priority for him tomorrow. After that, <laughs> I don't know. Go back to the comic book slash wedding dress shop. <laughs> I mean, that was a surreal place. It yeah. really was. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe him and Viv can renew their vows. Maybe in a comic book shop, whilst buying a bong and well. listening to Peter Frampton comes alive. Miss God's David. Um, hmm. I was saying if there's if there, if there's anything on, I'd recommend a Soul End Stars game. You know, a local, local basketball team. But other than that, no, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I think they should try and blag their way onto some kind of cruise. Oh my god, yeah. Or, you know, just just maybe maybe they could end up on a Russian fishing boat for the next fishing. six months. Fishing boat. Fishing boat. I think that Ryan should go up to the, the port with his fake blaster gun that he used for the Pound Shop cosplay uh, for the Southampton podcast and just be like, let me on the boat. Like if he you know, put it in his pocket so they can't they can see he's packing something, but they don't know what it is, but they know it might be gun. And he'd be like, let me on the boat. I'm for- forcing his way on. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, we'll lock it, put him up onto a, onto a ferry. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. I think like I think I, I think he could be a mastermind. I mean, you should try and find a beach somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Him. Is there a beach in Southampton? Uh, I think there's a bit of beach in Portsmouth, but it's not great. I heard there was a kind of ocean, yeah, oceanographic centre somewhere. So you can find out about fish, then eat fish for dinner. Find out about the fish and then eat the fish on the Russian fishing boat. <laughs> you sound like the Swedish chef when you do that. Firsty, fishy, fishy, fish. In the fishy, 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 fishy. Sounds a lot of fishy, fishy, fish in there. Maybe he could go back and have another poor service meal like we had tonight. Oh, scathing. But, you know, he might get a free meal again out of it. Dave got a free meal, so. I'm hoping he'll chuck the TV out the window of the hotel room, to be honest. Oh my god, like he has like a fit of rage and he's just sort of like, nah, screw this. this is uh, to, be, to be fair, probably not because he's in the, he's in the Premier Inn and their windows don't open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'd be hard to throw a TV out of a window in a Premier Inn. Maybe there won't be an argument later about what TV channels he watched overnight. What kind of sweet have I just put in my mouth? <laughs> it's darker. How do we know? What? Describe oh. the taste. Describe the taste. It tastes like wee. That's a pear drop then. Oh. <laughs> not that like, not we taste like, but you, you smell and you get the general sense. Pear like. drop, pear drops are. A, a, I bought pear drops because they were the most dad-like sweet you could bring. Oh. Pear drops, pear drops are a gift from above. I like pear drops, yeah. Yeah. What are oh you mad about, guys? Oh my god! I literally, no, this is not. This is my. <coughs> <coughs> Eat some tang plastics. Christ! Help. I'm dying here. If I open the door and push him out, will that be all right? Yeah. Um, okay. Just so he bounces enough behind us that we don't see him. Okay, that's fine. You'll be alright. If you take some of this newspaper and you get wrapped up in it. It'll be like Twin Peaks. They find a guy on the side of the road wrapped in newspaper. He's dead wrapped in newspaper. 
Oh, my tongue hanging out, looking repulsed from the pear drop I ate. Jesus. I mean, what is up with a pear? It's like a crap apple, isn't it, really? I mean, like, if, like, if you were offered a piece of fruit and, like, there's a bowl in front of you and there's, like, you know, you got an apple smiling back at you, like, come on, eat me, I'm friendly, I'm tasty. And you got an orange car, like, I'm a bit tangy, I'm a bit fruit. And you got a pear, like, I offer nothing but a sour, horrid taste in your mouth. Come on, eat me. It even looks like a miserable fruit. You know, it's got, like, its big chubby cheeks. Been eating that tastes sour. Yeah, Shopkins. Pears aren't sour, guys. It ruins my April Fool story about there being a shortage of satsumas, and instead of like you know shipping them in from somewhere else, they were going to paint all the pears orange and try and flog them on as satsumas instead, <laughs> slightly deformed ones. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just not a good fruit, is it? You know, it's like not a fruit you want to eat. I quite like a pear. I like I like a firm I pear. Pears. I'm very, I'm much, I'm much a fan of a firm pear. I'm not a fan of, um, um, you know, saggy pear. Saggy pear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find them not too uh, pleasant. What, what's the difference? They have their place, of course, yeah. uh, but you know, I'm not too keen on them myself. What's the difference between a peach and an apricot? Quite a few letters, and they're different fruit. <laughs> Do you mean peaches and nectarines? No, peach and apricot. I swear it's the same thing. Well, nectarines are smooth, and ne- nectarines are smooth, and peaches are furry. Right. And apricots are a completely different yeah, fruit altogether. And they taste different, yeah. They're the ones you get dried that they give to kids. No, that pear drops repeating on me now. They're, and they're not raisins or sultanas. Really? Oh. Or satsumas. Do you know what? You know when you buy a pack of yogurts and then you've got like a raspberry one, you've got a strawberry one, you've got a black cherry one, and then you've got the sodding peach one. Nobody wants a peach one. I went in my fridge every day and there was a two peach yogurts left. I just genuinely felt like I'd reached a low point in life that like I had to eat a peach yogurt. And it's not great. Why do they put a peach one on? What I mean, why not other flavour? What's wrong with a peach yogurt? So yeah, yeah, much like a pear drop, but also quite like a peach yogurt. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not a pear yogurt. I mean, we, you know, that's just... Or a pear drop yogurt. Ugh. I do like a rhubarb. In a root, in your get. Oh no, I don't, no, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, see, Look, I'm, not, I'm not a massive fan of rhubarb, but peach yogurt. Yeah. And that's where rhubarb lives, isn't it? <laughs> I've now got two pear drops in my mouth, and I can quite clearly state they do not taste like we. Do you know? I, I would much rather eat those atomic sour sweets again that we had in the studio one day than eat another pear drop. Literally, I'd rather like get the enamel off my teeth and have to eat another pear drop. I think Guy's one of these super tasters who like tastes taste something completely different to the rest of us. Clearly. I mean, those atomic sweets were fine. They, they were, were not They no. were fine. They, I could feel the enamel dissolving off my teeth. They were fine. I mean, they were horrid. They I mean, were like, fine. I'm fairly certain that me, Ryan and I broke out into sweat. I mean, like Phil, I mean, I honestly, I, I thought we'd lost Phil. Yeah, I, th- I thought Phil was going to die. You're a pack of wusses. Keith and I just stood there like, this is fine. Yeah, once the outer coating was a you know, sudden shock, and then after that it was fine. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't measure something's intenseness by Philip's reaction to it, <laughs> really. You know, I, I think if we stood behind Phil and like popped a, plastic, a brown paper bag, his reaction would be slightly extreme. <laughs> Let's do that next week. That sounds great. Oh, definitely. I think that's the thing for us to do. Cool. Uh, should we just do a quick outro then? Yeah, I'll keep recording it. Wow. So it's been fun recording in the car. It's like it's like a family day out, isn't it? Are we there yet? <laughs> Are we where yet? Oh, where 
It's dark. Are there werewolves out there? That's quite, yeah. Monsters. Could, we, could, could there be monsters around the corner? What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is, is it a monster? That is a terrible, terrible song. I love that song. Oh, I've got it on my iPod. I could play it right for you. No, I don't want to hear that song. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a pear drop? <laughs> is it a shopkin? <laughs> is it a bin weevil? <laughs> <laughs> what was the what were bin weevils about? That's the weirdest one we've played yet. I think for top drums. Bin weevils for our listeners who didn't listen to the Southampton podcast is a series of top drums that we bought again, which is on the vein of Shopkins. Um, yeah, I just genuinely, it's it's a, a, a what the. And why had everybody got the hots for Clot? <laughs> everybody <laughs> loved Clot. He'd got a top hat and looked like he was a character out of Monopoly. But once again, Brownmower Dave Massey knew what that was. Why is he watching all this TV for children? He has no life. Aww, <laughs> he has no other TV stations. He can only get Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that's worthy of Nickelodeon, I'll be I think that's on Pop. It's like one of, yeah. one of these, the free, it's the only channel available on Freeview for kids. <laughs> Reruns of like old Inspector Gadgets and Bin, bin Weevils. <laughs> it's like all the rubbish toys that you, if, you, if, you, if your parents <laughs> hate you and you've said you wanted a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle doll, you you're getting a, a Bin Weevil. You've got a Boglin, do you remember those things? Jesus, what were they? Boglins. Oh my God. I just, yeah, no bin weevils, no boglins, no more, please. Definitely no Shopkins either. No. So you can uh, you can find Geeky Brummy on Twitter at Geeky Brummy. Um, we're live every Saturday at 12 p.m. on Brum Radio. Uh, Keith, where can we find out more about you? You can find more about me in the new Top Trumps collection. <laughs> 50, 55 fun facts about Bloomfields. <laughs> Once related to Bob Marley. <laughs> not once related <laughs> it continues on that's how those kind of things was work you don't suddenly go no, I'm not bothered anymore <laughs> but otherwise um, on hard look hotel, at hard look underscore hotel or without the underscore for Instagram and um, other things like that Sounds me uh, well, I'm starring in the next season of Bin Weevils. Um, other than that, you can find me at Caramel Art I Kiss pretty much wherever there are internets. Mr. Whitney? Currently being blinded by a car passing us, but um, I'm on Twitter at, at dwit3187, and Instagram and Facebook is Aces and Armour. Uh, I have a blog. What's it called, George? Guy Discovers Music. .wordpress.com. And I'm Guy underscore Halford on Twitter and Guy uh, Vinyl Guy H on Instagram. Um, and, and if you need your tyres and uh, space, safety gear for your bicycles or other stuff, you can get them from the local store that you own as well. That's, that's very right. Halford. And I, and I do have some Jeffro DVDs, uh, Blu-rays for sale if you're interested. So. And that... Um, Hello, hello, signed photograph oh, as well. Of course, yeah, so contact me if you're on those. Uh, Philip Ellis, where can we find that that man online? Even though he's not here today, let's give Philip him a plug. Underscore, yeah, f- at Philip underscore Ellis, one L in Philip, two L's in Ellis, or freelancephilip.com. Uh, Mr. Paris is Mr. Parrish, rather. <laughs> you, can find Ryan, you can find Ryan Parrish sitting down by the docks in, in Southampton, waiting for the sailors to come in. You can. You can also find him at Bromwich Gourmand with pictures of his lunch. And we will be back next week. Thanks for listening to us on a road trip. It's been wild. It's been crazy. We all need to go to bed now. 
Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.